Hi, I'm Leola. I'm a sacred intimacy mentor and muse and the host of this podcast. Talk Tantra to Me introduces a playful perspective on sacred sexuality. My intention in this podcast is to integrate intimacy and spirituality, empowering you to reclaim your eroticism. It is my mission to inspire you to let go of shame, fear, and limiting beliefs to be present as your highest self in every moment. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now, let's talk Tantra. Hello, lovers. I am so blessed and honored to be in a position to share, you know, tools and tips and tricks that have the potential to heal and to bring you to a place of full sexual embodiment. And one of the tools that I absolutely love and have been using for the better part of a decade are crystal yoni products, including pleasure wands and yoni eggs. And I was so excited to recently come across a brand called Wands, W-A-A-N-D-S. I met the founder here in Austin and I absolutely loved who she was. I love getting to know the people behind the products that I like to use. And I just loved her mission to really support women and men to explore, celebrate, and honor their sexuality. I felt this transmission of slow, sensual seduction in all of who she was and all that she brought to the world. So I went ahead and gave it a try. I purchased a blue quartz Amarito wand and the Amarito wand is great because it has this like a cool bulby end on it, which is designed for G-spot and cervical stimulation, but can also be used for prostate stimulation. So it's great for men and women and can even be used between partners. So I'm so honored to have built this relationship with her and to be able to offer you guys an amazing discount code. So if you use the code LEOLA, L-E-O-L-A, that will give you 15% off all products. And the website is wands.com, W-A-A-N-D-S.com. And we'll go ahead and link that in the show notes as well for you. So thank you so much for listening. And also you're welcome for the inevitable pleasure and healing and ecstasy that is coming your way with these products. Let's dive into the episode. Welcome to Talk Tantra to Me. It is such an honor to be holding space for this divine knowledge to make its way into your ears and lifestyle. Today, I have two special guests on the podcast to talk about some work and an opportunity that is very near and dear to my heart, and that is the Tantra Love Retreat. So I have uh, a lovely woman who we will be referring to as Kate throughout the episode. She has asked that we do not share her name, but we are very excited to have her share her story and her experience uh, with her partner at the Tantra Love Retreat coming as a couple. And just want to highlight this fact that you can come to the retreat and we do have agreements around anonymity and around how deeply you want to share the more personal details of your life. Uh, and then the second guest that I have on today is Justin Gottlieb, who is my co-facilitator of the Tantra Love Retreat. He has also been on the podcast a few other times. So I'm just going to highlight those episodes quickly as well. So episode 34, Justin and I talk about why one would want to work with a tantric practitioner. He is also on episode 51. We talk about the unhealed masculine 
He is in episode 84, where we talk about why attend a Tantra retreat. If you love this episode that we're we're currently recording, I definitely recommend going back to episode 84, why attend a Tantra retreat to hear even more about the specifics of the Tantra love retreat and other experiences in this world. And then finally, Justin also came on to guide us through a naked truth meditative practice, and that is episode 108. So Thank you for your, for being here, Justin. Do you want to share any more about the anonymity piece uh, with the Tantra Love Retreat? Sure. Yeah, I think it's important for people to know that the one of the big parts of Tantra and especially the kind of sensual, sexual, intimate side of Tantra is that we create safety. And I know there's a lot of people that are interested in coming to the retreat. They're excited or they're anxious and nervous. And there's questions around, you know, are people going to find out that I that I go to this? Am I going to be in photos or videos? Um, you know, am I going to have to interact with other people? And all these kind of things um, are really important to ask us about or learn about rather than have it stop you from coming to the retreat. So we're always going to provide the safe space for you, whether that's uh, not having you be in any photos. Um, we have a container where we keep privacy and an- anonymity as well. Uh, and in general, it's whatever you want to bring to us, we're happy to accommodate. So don't let any of that stop you from potentially attending the retreat. Yes, very well said. Thank you, Justin. Again, if you have any questions about that or would like clarity, we're 100% available to uh, clear anything and everything up for you. And again, that episode, Why Attend a Tantra Retreat, answers a lot of those questions as well. So now thank you, Kate, for being here, for sharing your story and also sharing your gorgeous face with us. And I would love to hear, how did you first uh, hear about the Tantra Love Retreat and what were your, your, your like initial feelings and thoughts and emotions about stepping into this space? Yeah, thanks. It's so great to join you too. Um, so uh, my husband, who shall not be named, um, he is a amateur photographer and he follows one of your assistants who joined us at the Tantra Love Retreat on Instagram. And she posted about it. And uh, I don't, he like, I think he sent me episode 84 and said, hey, what do you think? Listen to this podcast. They're doing this really cool Tantra retreat. Are you interested? And, you know, I I think he did it for a number of reasons. One, we have, you know, we have a, a little person in our life. We have a two and a half year old and since pandemic and having a baby and just like really going crazy with our jobs lately, we've been like slaying at work. We just really kind of needed a connection. We needed a retreat. We needed to go away and have something bring us together. So my initial thought was like, oh, that's a cool idea. But I had some hesitation about, is this going to be real Tantra? Is this, I don't even know what real Tantra is, but like, you know, is this even going to be real or is this just like millennials do a sex party in Austin? I really had no idea what it was going to be like. And ultimately what, what kind of like, what was sparked in me whenever he brought it up was, you know what, we need this. We need some kind of something. And before we had a baby, we would travel, we would have romantic excursions and we would connect often, you know, and um, really unplug from our daily life. And we just hadn't been able to do that. So yeah, I think we were both, we were both all in pretty much right away. (laughs) 
and did, did your fears or your expectations or thoughts about the retreat align with your experience at the, at the, no, not at all. Not even close, not even close. Like the experience was so authentic and it was, it was so much more. So we, so we joined in, we, we ultimately, we went to reconnect with each other, right? Like our sex life had been stagnant. You know, we had just, like I said, work, 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 slay, 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 you know, baby, 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 all the stuff. And we together were always coming last, <laughs> literally. We were always like the last, you know, pieces of us were the, like the, the scraps. We were giving each other the scraps. And um, we needed we needed really something big to shift for us. And so that for sure happened, but I didn't expect, I, I don't know, in my mind, it was all going to be about sex. I got so much more out of it that had actually nothing to do with, with sex and my husband. I had, I got so much more out of it that like, I'm still, I think I'm still processing. It's been two months. Has it been two months, three months? I'm still processing it. Um, things still come up. And I think Leola with you, particularly, there was so much around tapping into this feminine energy that I just did not expect to show up at all. And um, I think that was probably the most moving part of the whole thing. And, you know, my husband wasn't even there. <laughs> he was off with the men doing, you know, some masculine things. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was way bigger than I thought it would be. And it was one of those things, uh, one of those life-changing experiences where you have a before and you have an after, like it's marked some time. And even my, some of my close friends who are coming to your next retreat in September, Yay. <laughs> even they are like, wow, this has really made a big impact on you. This is, you're different. Like you, you move differently. And I think that's, that's accurate. And how would you describe those differences in your being? Like what, what was the before and the after? Oh man. Well, the before, like I said, was um, all work, no play. The after is, it's still hard. I won't say like my life is the same. It's not like I came back and everything is roses, right? I still live the same life. I still have the same responsibilities. Um, but I feel like I'm able to take more pleasure day to day in little things. And you said something actually that I will admit I, I rolled my eyes at internally, but you said, you know, I like to tell my clients to do three pleasurable things for themselves every day. And I was like, whatever, she's not a mom. You know, she's not even married yet. Like whatever, you know, and she's not, she's not half as busy as I am. Right. Nobody's as busy as we are. And yet, like the day after I heard you say that, I had done like five things by noon that were pleasurable and they are so small. They were just such small little things. And it sort of has helped me redefine self-care and be able to take little pieces of pleasure. And then it's that has sort of, um, I don't know, sort of been like a springboard for me to show up just as a whole person. Do you know? Like, with the feminine piece, I, I didn't even realize until this retreat that I was living in some 
like I was like drowning basically in masculine energy. You guys had to teach me that. I didn't even know what that meant or that that was a thing, but it made sense, right? I was going, I was doing, I was orchestrating, I was controlling, I was like keeping everything in check for everybody. And this sort of like ability to receive and embody a feminine energy was totally foreign to me. But now I do that more. And when I don't, I can tell that I'm suffering. When I do embody more feminine energy, everything is better. And like my relationship with my husband, you know, we just relate really well to each other. Um, It's easier. I just feel more easygoing. I feel less need to control my environment and more ease in my life in general. It's so good. You guys, it's so good. (laughs) Along those lines, um, what would you say to somebody who's listening to this who maybe it's their first time hearing about the retreat and they're going to go to the page or listen to a podcast? Uh, You know, most people have reservations. It's not something people do every day. Most people don't even know what Tantra is. What would you say to those people that are like intrigued, um, but probably have a lot of obstacles in the way? What do you have to lose? I would just go. Um, yeah, I, I, I would say, listen to, to where you're at in your life. And if you feel like you're in some perfect spot and nothing needs to change and you're on a perfect trajectory of growth and you feel 100% totally happy with everything in your life, then fine. You don't need a retreat. But if, you know, um, If you want to sort of supercharge a relationship, especially for a couple, this was, this was so helpful. And, you know, I, I met a couple recently, I think they're coming to your retreat. Um, I met a couple recently and we told them about it and they were like, oh my God, that's us. Like we've got kids. We're also, you know, drowning and we need something. And there's something I think really powerful about retreat. You know, I think in this world, this like post still in COVID world, everything is on Zoom and um, it just doesn't work the same. I think coming together in retreat, being able to walk away from your job, from your family and be together, especially as a couple or as a single person, just to like show up just yourself um, and, and really commit and be present without all the distractions. I think that's not easy to come by. And retreats like this don't exist just every day, right? They don't, it's really hard, I think, to have experiences where you can expand your your sensual and emotional relationship with your partner and your sensual and emotional relationship with yourself and your peers, right? I relate to women wholly differently than I did before. I feel more sisterhood with with mm-hmm. other women. And um both my husband and I had a really expansive um experience from from that work separately. And then when we came back together, you know, we were able to show up as whole people. And it's just, it's, you know, I can see how it would be scary for some people who have never been 
you know, in, um, in Tantra before I have never done a Tantra retreat before yours. Um, so yeah, reservations are there, but it was so safe. And, um, I've been in other, I'll say I've been in other, um, situations or experiences where, you know, people might take advantage of, of, um, a woman trying to like let down her guard in sort of a sensual atmosphere. And, you know, this is a thousand times safer. I felt at all times, like everybody was there for a deeper reason and for a healing aspect. And so, um, and then just the, the, just the healing energy of the collective, you know, like coming together in retreat as a healing collective I feel like you feed off of each other and you learn a lot about each other and then you stay friends. Like we all joined up and like have like a, everybody's following each other on Instagram and, you know, being friends with each other. And it just feels like, oh, wow, now I have a tribe to help me continue this journey forward. You know, so you get, I think, I just feel like you get so much more than you would expect. And it's not, it's not millennials do sex party in Austin. It's Mm -hmm. much better. I'm honored that you are even calling me a millennial. I'm I know. Well, it's we all um, So <laughs> along those lines, along those lines, you know, we we do a lot of we put in a lot of effort, and it's really important to us. And that was one of the first things Leola and I said around curating the retreat, curating the right people, getting a really diverse group, whether it's ages, whether it's sexes, whether it is the you know couples versus singles. You know, you walk into this thing and and do you feel that? What did you see? Were you seeing all these people and then all your judgments? And then how was it when you come out of it? Obviously, yes, you you remain friends with some of them and Instagram and we have our chats and you have a tribe now. But man, when you walk in there and your first Tantra retreat, what are you thinking when you see all these different people? I was probably sweating from nervousness and you know there is awareness that there you know there's nudity right and there's sensuality and there's going to be there's going to be sex around and I think for most people walking into a totally new space I'm also I happen to be from Texas and so for me doing anything remotely kind of kinky in the state of Texas just makes me a little twitchy um but uh you know it's yeah, if it feels really nervous, if you feel so nervous, and then all of these different types of people roll in, and so many people were so beautiful, right? Just like, ob- like, objectively, like really beautiful people. And also all ages, I really appreciated that, that, you know, we weren't the oldest people there. And um, everyone it actually did a really good job it, or did a, it, it made a helpful shift for me in terms of like judgment about age. I think probably I could apparently be kind of ageist and um, watching the maturity and the bravery of people, you know, much younger than me, um, watching them show up and have so much wisdom to share that actually was very cool. And I've taken that with me. So now you asked, you know, how is it different now? Um, I think I am way more patient with people in general now. And it's interesting. I am a lot less judgmental. I mean, I could always keep working on that for sure. But um, 
when I'm just out in the world, I feel like I have a general sense of just love and acceptance with the people I meet. And in my work, um, I won't say what I do, but in my work, I uh, do take care of people. And it's after this retreat, it was really, really helpful to to be able to show up and see them wholly and fully and drop some judgments. And I feel like I can read people better, you know, because I can see them more fully. I'm not looking through my own lens at everybody, right? It's, it's a lot more, I'm, I'm just so much more grounded. Yeah. Talking about this is just making me so excited for our next one. (laughs) It's so good. Uh, good. And yeah, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I think what people don't realize is having an experience like this at the Tantra Love Retreat, they think that it's just going to be about love and relationships and sex. And in the end, it ends up being so, so, so much more. Uh, and I love, I love how you, you shared how it affected your work as well. That's incredible. I'd love to get a little bit go a little bit deeper into like your actual experience at the retreat, as much as you feel comfortable, what were some of your favorite moments in the retreat? And and again, share like what you feel comfortable sharing, but, uh, yeah, favorite things or breakthroughs. They say you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And this is something that I really, really resonate with. And as I've invested in living a tantric lifestyle, my relationships have evolved and become so much more juicy and liberating. And I believe that this is something that everyone deserves. However, finding these people can be a little bit challenging at first. And so it is my mission to create more spaces for people to find individuals that are resonant with the tantric lifestyle, that are really resonant with you, the listener, the person who is investing their time into living a life that is expansive and liberating. So with that, I'm committed to creating more and more safe spaces for people to discover their desires and practice their boundaries, to connect in community, to celebrate and to grow together so that we can all step into a more authentic version of ourselves and experience truly unconditional love. So we have Tantra retreats, retreats for men, women, couples, singles. We also have female-only retreats just for the ladies stepping into their divine feminine. We have play parties. We have Tantra workshops, Tantra yoga, women's circles. We've got all kinds of really powerful in-person events. You can find all the details at www.talktantratome.com backslash events. You can also just go to talktantratome.com and click the events tab to find out about all the latest and the greatest. And if you're wanting me all to yourself, I can't blame you. I also host private retreats for both individuals and couples. Those are one-on-one. You get me all to yourself and I'm available for private Tantra workshops and performances. And this is great for events like your birthday or maybe a bachelorette party or bachelor weekend, we can talk and create something that will be extra special just for you. So I cannot wait to connect with you in real life. But for now, thanks so much for your patience with this brief interruption and let's get back to the episode.
There were so many. Okay. What? Okay. So this is the thing that needed to happen that happened. I didn't even know this needed to happen, by the way. So um, the thing that needed to happen that I learned later needed to happen was um, I needed to learn how to feel my feelings. Mm. <laughs> and and I'm still working on that. Um, but I didn't realize how much I was not feeling my feelings until I re- arrived at this retreat. And I'll tell you how I know that. And then um, in the same sort of vein, I didn't realize how much I was squatching my feminine energy. And I didn't realize that I wasn't even listening to my intuition, which is this beautiful gift women have. Women's intuition is a thing. It's real, right? And it's such a beautiful gift. And I don't think I had listened to my intuition in ages. So I don't want to give too much away because I think people should go in and have their own experience and not be colored by my experience. But um, one, the first most amazing thing was you you two um, teach um, participants how to do a yoni massage and then also a lingam massage for the for um, the gentlemen and a yoni massage for the ladies. And um, I had never had one before. My husband has never performed one before. And I will tell you, Justin, he is like a master of the yoni massage. He is so good at this now. And um, it has, we have, we have done this many times now since, and it's like my favorite thing. I'm telling you, like best orgasms of my life. And I'm in my forties, you guys, like I, and it's not like I was a prude, right? Like, but amazing. They tell you everything changes once you have kids and you get married and uh, your sex life is going to die. No, the only massage definitely clutch, but in the retreat atmosphere, when we were doing these yoni massages, you know, it's very, it feels like, you know, you're not paying attention to whatever everybody else is doing. So like, it feels like I tried to remember that, like nobody is watching me. I'm safe to fully embody my experience. Nobody is paying attention to me. Just like I'm not watching her or him or whoever. I am just going to be blindfolded and in my experience. And um, my husband went through the whole, you know, all these men are doing these yoni massages on their partners. And I, you know, there was a moment of climax and then an immediate just absolute sobbing, just completely like dropped every tear. It was like all the tears I haven't cried for many years. Right. And I'm telling you guys, I don't cry in public ever. I rarely cry one, two, never in public, very rarely, even with my husband. It's just, they just don't come out. I just, I'm too busy to cry. I don't know. I'm too busy to feel my feelings. So this this opening, you guys describe doing a yoni massage as like we're opening a portal that a woman needs to be able to access for her own power and her own release and her own freedom, right? And oh my God, it was like a massive explosion of tears. And I don't even know why I was crying. There was not like, oh, I'm crying for my ancestors. There was no, there was nothing particular. It was just like just tears and they needed to come out and it felt good to release them, but I was just so sad. (laughs) But, um, that was like a massive shift that I had to like sit with for a while. It was hugely emotional. 
Then um, I think it was the next day you guys, um, you split the um, men and the women and Leola, we went, I went with you and the rest of the ladies and then um, all the gentlemen went off with Justin. And from what I understand, they had a pretty life-changing experience. Also, those men were definitely altered after that experience. And then as a woman, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to give away all the juicy bits, but during the, during just the women being together, there was an experience, you know, we had lots of sharing and it was very good. And then there was an experience where you asked us to really just follow our intuition and music is playing. And you know, I've been there for a couple of days now. I'm feeling pretty relaxed. I just had this yoni massage. It's like, I'm so relaxed. I'm so, so into it. And yet like we had all these options we could do, um, different stations we could go to, to have a different experience. And in my, like my body felt go over here, do this, go over here, lay on this mat, receive loving kindness from your sisters. My brain said, no, 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 no. Go take a card from this like tarot card pile and don't like, just wait, just wait. Like other, other women will do this and then you'll like sneak in, right? Like unnoticed or something. And I was at war with myself. And finally I said, shut the fuck up and just go like, stop shooting yourself to death. And so I followed my gut. I followed my women's intuition and I just followed my body. My body knew what she needed. I laid down on this mat and I closed my eyes and suddenly all of these hands, women, I don't even know who they were because I had my eyes closed the whole time. I just received just like very gentle, very healing, caressing from not sexual from women, from women who feel like sisters in this, in this environment. And I just started sobbing again. It was even more tears. And it was such, such an emotional release. It was like, I don't even know. I was just sad and it needed to come out. And there were a lot of, like, I think a lot of it was just like relating with women and feeling like I belong. And probably I had a lot of sadness from how much have I, how many times have I ignored what I needed? How many times have I put my needs to the side? How many times have I ignored my intuition? Who's so clever? She knows what I need, right? And how many times have I ignored that voice just to go do what a good girl should do? (laughs) Go, go, you know, listen to my brain. That was a massive, massive opening. And then I, I, once I felt complete there, I kept listening to my intuition. I kept following where my intuition wanted to take me. And I, I had so many really beautiful experiences in that, in that container specifically that it was like, that was huge. That was really huge for me. That was probably as big for me as the Yoni massage. Favorite too. They both involved tears. My third, actually, I have, there's one final, very, very, very favorite moment. And it was so sad because we had to leave early and we got cut short. But along the sensual lines, the very last day, I don't know what it's called. I don't remember what this exercise is. Let's not say what it is, um, but you could share with giving it away. Share what it felt like. 
Okay. There's a really cool experience that I don't know the name of it anyway, <laughs> but um, can I describe what it is? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right, Justin? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Vaguely. I don't, I would love for people to have some surprise. Okay. 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 There is an experience where um, uh, we have an opportunity blindfolded to experience um, non-sexual, sensual energy and touch in a really anonymous way. And I have only recently discovered that blindfolds are really great for me because it gets me out of my environment and out of my head and into my body. And this was like the most erotic thing I have ever experienced. And then Leola tapped me on the shoulder and said, Oh, you've got to go because we had a, we told her, please interrupt us. Cause we have to catch our flight. And I was like, I don't want to ever leave, but it was just this, like, not, not everything that is sexual is, is so explicit, you know, it was very sensual and it was very energy, um, about like movement of energy and sharing in this beautiful mix of, of sensual, um, energy that we all were just like brewing. And it was just fantastic. I, for my birthday, I want to recreate that experience. Please tell my husband that that's what I want for my birthday. Actually, no, because one of the things that I got from the whole retreat was I asked for what I want and need now. So I'll just, I'll tell him myself. <laughs> there we go. Empowerment. That's what I want everyone walking away with. Just empowered to share their desires and really enforce their boundaries as well. So um, mm-hmm. beautiful. Thank you for sharing all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were I mean, there were so many other really fantastic moments, but those three in particular were just like, they were really, I don't know, they were moving and they were highly memorable for sure. So that was um, some of the deeper stuff for you, uh, which I really appreciate. Um, What did you think? Because you're not really in the Tantra world and really done much of this. What did you think of walking into the puja temple night, our conscious play party? Uh, you know, maybe even just us describing it first and then being like, oh my God, I'm going to go to this thing. Maybe you're like, now's the millennial sex party. This is what it's going to be. What did you think of that? Yeah, I was, I mean, it's not my, uh, I don't know how to say this. I won't say that I was terrified. I have been in not too dissimilar circumstances in the past, but um, anytime you are in a room with a bunch of people you don't really know. And, you know, you don't know what to expect. Like every night we had no idea what to expect. Um, That unknown can be really scary. It can be frankly terrifying. Um, So um, the first night, actually we were too exhausted to even participate, which I appreciated. There was no pressure to participate. So the first night we were, you know, we'd had a very, very long flight. It had been delayed. We had to get up at like three in the morning our time. It was really a lot of travel. Uh, And we were so tired that we just like went straight to bed. We skipped the play party. And um, that actually not having any pressure to participate made it feel a lot less scary after that, right? Because nobody was telling us we had to do anything. 
and then um showing up for the for the next uh next night was um I don't know there's like a vibe of excitement and you guys do some really fun games to kind of get people loosened up you know and get people sort of like in the right mindset and I think they're pretty effective because whatever nerves I have going in they really calm down pretty quickly. And there was never anything that I felt like I was being forced to do or that felt like, um, you know, you're pushing me past my boundaries. There were no, nothing was terrifying, really. It's just like that energy of, oh my God, people are going to maybe see me naked. Oh. Which you get over pretty, pretty fast in the retreat. Um, which is, which is a blessing. And I think that's something I'd like to double click on this piece for people listening. Like you are always at choice, not just in the puja nights with every activity you're given different ways that you could show up depending on where you feel your edges that you can push and where your boundary is, that is super, you know, firm and solid. And so as you had mentioned that you'd been in not dissimilar, uh, experiences with the puja nights, I'm curious if you could speak more into like how the puja nights differed from other experiences, especially because like, I mean, one of my favorite things about the retreat is that over the weekend, you're building this comfort and relationship with the people there. And like, I have, you know, one-off play parties in Austin, you know, pretty frequently, but to me, it's like nothing compares to the Tantra love retreat because of the community aspect of like building the relationship. So I'm curious if you have anything to add on that. Yeah, there's, there's just, there's nothing. I don't think I've ever, I've never been in an experience where you can, you can show up with the same people for multiple nights, having gone through really big, heavy, emotional experiences and some fun, totally lighthearted experiences and some great conversations over delicious dinner and some, you know, silly conversations in a hot tub, like, and then you show up at the end of the night and, um, you, you get to build a rapport and, um, have these expansive opportunities, uh, to connect with people on just like a deeper level. If you, if you want, um, it was, it's really different than anything I've experienced in the past. And, also, I think you two do a really great job um, the whole like first day talking about consent and the um, talking about consent and then learning your edges and learning when when you actually like say yes when you want to say yes and say no when you want to say no. And that that was actually there were there was a moment in the first day I was like, okay, I get like I get consent. Okay, you guys. I get consent, but like, no, it actually was really helpful. And during the puja play parties, um, one, you knew everybody there heard the same conversation. We all had the same practices around consent and what that looks like and having, you know, let's talk about our desires, our needs, our boundaries, all of that ahead of time. Um, Everybody there was on the same page, which is that never happens. And then um, everybody there was practicing in the same way. So none of us were like, I mean, you guys, but like 
the rest of us were not tantra pros, you know, and so we're all practicing saying yes and saying no, and um, leaning into that and feeling into that uh, was just a really unique experience because I've just I've never had that experience before in any other setting, so totally different. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and shifting gear, do you have anything you want to add on that, Justin, or speak into it? Cause I'm going to shift the gear here in a minute. Unless, um, yeah, I just want to thank you for saying that. Cause that's something that, you know, we've experienced so many different tantra retreats, festivals, and we do think sometimes it's overdone the consent stuff. <laughs> um, and we really tried to not overdo it. We wanted to actually have people embody their power, um, which is really that first day more so than just like, yes, have a consent talk, like not understanding it just cerebrally, but knowing that all of those people have practiced it, understand it and feel empowered to say yes or no. And that everyone else knows that everyone else is still learning. So you're kind of supporting them in that process. So it's really good to know that that was um, powerful and important to you, even if maybe there was a moment where you're like, okay, I get it in my head. But then in the end, you're like, I'm so happy that we did all of that. Yeah, it really, I think it really paid off. And then the continuing, um, even after the retreat, leaning into, um, say, like learning how to say yes and learning how to say no has been, has been really helpful for me. Like even being married, you know, we've been married for seven years and together for nine years. Um, there are times when I probably said yes or no. I know, not probably. There are times when I definitely said yes or no. And that's not what I meant. I wanted to say, I wanted to use my voice. I wanted to say, no, this is what I want. Or I'm not interested in that. Can we try something different? I just, it's amazing, especially as women, we often are just like being guided and we don't really get to practice using our voices in that very safe way while also feeling very vulnerable and naked or nearly naked, you know? And so it, it was, it's a very useful conversation for sure. Thank Beautiful. You. Thank you. And aside from the actual workshops and experiences of Tantra and the people there, can you tell us what you thought of the accommodation, the uh, retreat ranch and the food and the hot tub and, and all that jazz? Yeah. Um, I said I was from Texas and I got to say, this is a little negative heaven <laughs> where you have this retreat. Um, it's a really beautiful space. Um, it's got a very chill vibe to it. Um, it's a ranch, but it feels it's like an elevated, very open ranch. And um, yeah, the food, the food was outstanding. Um, the chef is amazing great job with dietary restrictions. Like I don't do gluten. And so that was very easy. Um, and, uh, the, we had the, what is it called? The, what's the, what's the bigger, um, King yurt. King yurt. Yeah. We, we had this really amazing King yurt and it was beautifully decorated actually. And, um, really sweet and really special. And the people who work at the ranch were actually, um, very, very cool. They, um, they attended, we had this huge storm, right? Because Texas in the summer has storms. So it was like huge storm one night that blew a lot of things down. And like in the rain, this sweet ranch hand is like 
trying to fix things. And I'm like, man, this can wait till the morning. Like you should probably get out of this storm. And then the next morning before other, you know, people are not even awake yet. They're out there like fixing things. So I felt like the the vibe was really chill. The, the, there's a lot of nature, really sweet, really calm. The hot tub was a really great spot for people just to connect and relax. And, you know, like not everybody maybe wants to be part of a puja play party every single night for the whole time. And so people would duck out, you know, and go hang out in the hot tub and just chat and relax and then maybe hop back in. So um, it was just really cool. Lots of, lots of spaces for the various activities and um, plenty of like space also to do your own processing. I know um, my husband and I, and I saw some other couples doing this, but like couples would like wander off, you know, kind of together on their own. And they, there, it was, there's plenty of space for that to connect and to have those conversations that are probably coming up. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, just to uh, add on to that, because at the retreat ranch where we do it at is is kind of the home of Tantra Love uh, Retreat. Even if we end up doing it elsewhere here or there, we're planning to do a lot more there. And part of the reason is because uh, the people that run it, they get us, they get what we do. This place is built for retreats. They don't inhibit us, and the land is so open. You're not worried about running into anyone. It really just feels like you're in this this little sacred heaven space where you can run around naked if you want. You can um, explore, you know, couples I saw doing their own little photo shoots, naked photo shoots in nature. There's a labyrinth. You can do your kind of meditation and integrations. Um, obviously, the dipping pools and the, the hot tub is great and very popular for people to hang out and communicate at. The um, Just this last time, there was there was now a sauna, a really cool, beautiful sauna, which I took part in and loved and, and hung out with a couple of the attendees in this beautiful sauna. There's a massage room. Um, they offer horseback riding. So some people took that up. And uh, there's just more and more. Even for the next retreat, I think there'll be a gym that's going to be available. So for those that want to wow. work out, um, it just gets better and better there. So thank you for highlighting some of the uh, aspects that you liked. We love it there. And yes, our chef uh, is incredible. And I look forward to the food every time we're there. And that's something else we wanted to do to elevate this as a, you know, although it is a glamping ranch, it is a luxury, you know, high end experience. And I think the food and the people and the accommodations do, um, do speak to that. Yeah. The food was really spectacular. I got to give it to her and her coffee is, it's not messing around. Old steady coffee. (laughs) Love it. Uh, I'm feeling a natural sort of uh, landing of this conversation. Justin, do you have any questions? Any final questions? Hmm. No, I think uh, I think we really covered anything. Really appreciate you uh, coming on and sharing your experience with us. Um, I hope people see this and they go, okay, it's not as scary as I thought. There's people like me or very different from me that are coming to this thing and having amazing experiences. And it's like you said, it's not just at the retreat. It's it's even leading up to the retreat as part of your process and experience. And then certainly after. And I'm really glad that you're having such uh, positive effects and benefits from the retreat. Yeah. Thousand percent. Do you have anything that you'd like to add Kate to close us off? Any final words? Yeah. Just, um, one thing that I shared with, um, well, all of the friends now that I've referred for their next one is, um, most people who are there don't know anything about Tantra And most of the people who are attending have never done anything even similar. 
So, you know, if this is like your first time in a situation like this, you're in great company because most people are totally new. And then I have a question for you guys. Yeah. When are you doing the part two? <laughs> we were just talking about this uh, before before we hopped on this call. Justin and I were having a little, little catch up and uh, we're thinking maybe next June. How does that sound for you? I will book the whole month of June. I will just block it off. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I know I'm bummed. I actually can't. I really would love actually to do um, the retreat you have coming up, but we're going to be um, traveling abroad for a while. So we won't be able to attend, but yeah, we're, my husband and I are both very interested in the second part and, you know, you kind of, you kind of dip your toes into some things that we just would love expansion on. Like, yeah. There is more. There I know is I'm, more. there's probably like, this was like, this was like a drop. Right. And then. And we like, try to fit so much into three days and it's like, there's just so much more we want to do. So there is more, there will be more, we will always be evolving and, uh, uh, inviting, inviting you guys into that evolution as well. Well, let me know. I'm there for sure. You want to share the, um, the dates of the other ones, or, I mean, I know we've got one September uh, 28th to October 1st for those out there listening. Um, the next one's in March, then we're going to probably do level two in June. We're still figuring out the dates, but that's, that's most likely. Um, and then we have another one in the fall of next year. Uh, so if the date is the issue, reach out to us. There's other dates. There's plenty of retreats we're going to be doing. The last one sold out. We're expecting the next one to sell out. So definitely um, get in touch with us. And uh, I'm sure Leo will have the landing page where you can drop in and get more of the info. Yeah, there will be a link in the about about section. You can see the upcoming dates. We do the Tantra Love Retreat uh, you know, at least twice a year. We're expanding into doing uh, an upper level experience as well next year. And then, you know, as well, I know that I have a bunch of events happening here in Austin and even in New Orleans and in LA this year. So you can check out all of that on my website, talktantratumi.com backslash events. Justin, do you have anything you want to? Uh, yeah, just uh, you can check me out at tantralovecoach.com. My Instagram's tantralovecoach. Pretty much anything tantralovecoach, you can find me. Uh, and, um, I'm really doing mainly focusing on my private sessions, which are one-on-one tantra massages, as well as one, uh, couples tantra massages, as well as private retreats. I just got back from Tulum doing an amazing private retreat with clients for two days. So, uh, I do travel and love to go around the world, spreading the joy of tantra. Yeah, that's a good thing to highlight. We, we do both, Justin and I both do private retreats together and separately. Uh, and I mean, there's nothing like gathering in community, but if you're wanting, wanting us all to yourself, that's also possible. So thank you, Justin and Kate wink, wink for being here today. And thank you to the listener for opening yourself up to the ideas of sacred sexuality and, you know, higher love community. We really appreciate the time that you've taken invested into listening to this episode. And we really, really hope to see you at the Tantra Love Retreat. And if not, we'll catch you next week on the podcast. Ta-ta.